I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. That's starting to heat up, isn't it? Yep, it's heating up. New Hampshire is now in the rearview mirror. And we're looking at a second Trump win. Someone said it's historic. Iowa and New Hampshire doesn't usually happen. But it did with Trump, despite high turnout from independent voters, which carried Nikki Haley to 43%. But of the Republican voters who represented half of all those who showed up, Trump won 53 or 54% to Nikki Haley's 43. That's double digit. Di- uh, and again, we have to remember that it was Haley who only scored the victory because New Hampshire, uh, not a victory, but well, let's put it this way. She didn't win, but that's how it's being portrayed in the media. Take a listen. And say to everybody, oh, thank you for the victory. It's wonderful. It's what, or I can go up and say, who the hell was the imposter that went up on the stage before and like claimed a victory. She did very poorly, actually. She had to win. The governor said, she's gonna win, she's gonna win, she's gonna win. Then she, she failed badly. This is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. She had a very bad night. I wanna congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it, and I wanna acknowledge that. New Hampshire, is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. And the next one is my sweet state of South Carolina. Yeah, and you know what they're doing in South Carolina? Listen to this. This is the crowd at a Clemson Tide game in South Carolina. Uh, and look, listen to this. This is 40,000 40, people. But you can't hear it that well. They're chanting. It's hard to make it out, but what they're screaming is, we want Trump, we want Trump. 40,000 people in South Carolina. And Tim Scott has already endorsed Trump. So uh, Jordan Boyd of The Federalist wrote a good, good article today in The Federalist saying, Nikki Haley, if she wants to help the country, unite behind Trump. And let's get going. Get out of the way. Now, interestingly, there's something traveling around on social media from Tucker Carlson. Here he lays out the strategy, which I think we've sort of advocated here on Speaking Out a couple times. Here's Tucker Carlson giving his summation of how he thinks this election is going to turn out for, for the Democrats. So the plan works like this. Ron DeSantis drops out after losing a few contests in a row. He simply runs out of money and has to head back to Florida. And at that point, liberal donors swing as a block behind Nikki Haley, giving her bottomless resources. That's already happening right now. And then critically, Donald Trump goes to jail. And at that point, bam, Nikki Haley wins the Republican nomination by default. Now, it's not a foolproof plan. A lot could go wrong. But at this point, it's the only plan. It's all that Democrats have. Joe Biden is going to have a very hard time getting reelected, much less serving another term. Yet the party cannot replace him because that would leave Kamala Harris, who is even more unpopular than he is. So their only option at this point is to run a Republican who has the same views as Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And that is exactly what they're doing 
right now, no matter what they tell you. And that candidate's name is Nikki Haley. And the only other possible plan that the DNC might have is to pull out uh, a stop with Michelle Obama, which is still sort of simmering out there as a possibility. But the Biden campaign and what they're running on is uh, embarrassing. They're embarrassing because, listen to this, this is what they're going to campaign on for the next eight months. Abortion. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. All right. And if you don't believe me, listen to what Kamala Harris is on. That was Biden last night. Uh, barely. Uh, you couldn't even hear what he was saying. But something about, you know, get your hands off my body. But here's Kamala Harris talking about this is it. This is their, their strategy. They're throwing everything at this abortion issue. And they're making a false claim that if Trump gets into office, he's going to instill a national ban on abortions, which is not true. But they're going to say it anyway. And in the United States Congress, extremists are trying to pass a national abortion ban to outlaw abortion in every single state. But what they need to know is that if Congress passes a national abortion ban, President Joe Biden will veto it. And that's their plan. And, 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 and there's a little bit more. Kamala was also... Uh, on CNN saying this. We're wondering, though, what could you accomplish in a second term that you haven't already done now? Well, to get there, we're going to require everyone to vote to understand what's at stake right now. And, um, and that is no small matter mm -hmm. to make sure that um, we are present and I intend to travel around our country to remind people of what's at stake and that their voice will matter and will be expressed through their vote in many other ways. And so, it, I don't know, I, it, it seems like as a strategy, I don't know, I, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be enough. It, it might, it might galvanize a lot of younger women, which it typically is what comp comprises the voting block of the Democratic Party younger women between, say, 18 and 49. Um, so just as a recap, Trump projected, obviously, has won New Hampshire's Republican presidential primary, pulling 56% of the vote and leading former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley by 11, maybe 12 points. They've got about 95% of the vote counted. Uh, by the end of the day today, I'm sure it'll be it, not much change. She won 43% of uh, and most of that were, were Democrat, uh, independents. And, uh, and so there, there we have it. Now, some people are saying, you know, it's time for us to just unify behind the party. In fact, I think Doug Bergeron uh, had this to say on social media a little bit earlier today. Congratulations, President Trump. And thank you to every voter in New Hampshire who supported the president. Thank you for sending a message. It's time for the Republican Party to unite behind the one leader who's proven that he has the strength and the experience to unite our party and lead us to victory. With President Trump, you get peace through strength. With Pres President Biden, it's more wars through weakness. And that's where we're at now. So if you want more wars, more chaos, more southern border invasion, vote Biden. If you want to bring back some rationality to our government and our southern border and end some of these wars and bring back 
stability to the, the middle class, then vote for Trump. And that's really, in my opinion, that is the, the two different, you know, all of this other stuff, this fringe stuff, worrying about him being a dictator and uh, on the left, it's just not going to happen. You know, saying that he's a fascist, what a terrible, terrible strategy, but we know that it's coming from the left. That's how nervous and panicky they are. The only thing they have really left at this point is that uh, is the law uh, through legal proceedings and the indictments and trying to get Trump thrown into prison. That's really the only thing, the only strategy they have. And the more they try to go after Trump on that legal uh, maneuver, the more empowered he becomes. And that's the sort of the dichotomy of what is troubling the Democrat. The harder they hit Trump, the, the, the more his popularity goes up. I mean, I was surprised 55, 56% of the Republicans of, of the voters of New Hampshire came out and said, you know what? We want this guy to be our president. And they did it in Iowa too. And they're probably going to do it in South Carolina. That will be, I think the telltale sign. If she doesn't win or at least get a majority in, in South Carolina, I believe that will be the time where Nikki Haley, I mean, if she can't win, what is it? Uh, if a prophet isn't loved in his own country, I mean, she was the governor there, very likable. She was also an ambassador for the United States, very commendable. But if the South Carolina people are endorsing Trump over their own governor, then it's over. Then we have to pull behind Trump. He is the Republican nominee. And if it weren't for the fact that Biden has done such a bad job at being the president, uh, then there might be an, an, a possibility that the average dumb American who doesn't know anything about politics would just vote for Biden just because they don't like Trump. But that's not going to win at this time at all. We've got a lot of uh, stuff to talk about this, this hour uh, coming up. I want to uh, bring in Kevin Stockland and talk about EVs and what's happening right now because electric vehicles in this country, they're pushing them very hard, but they're actually quite destructive and dangerous. Uh, so we'll talk to Kevin Stockland from the Epoch Times. I think Nan Su is going to join us, and we'll talk about the continuing struggles happening in China. They're having a horrible economy, but there's another thing that's also staring him in the face, and it's also staring in the face of the United States that could have a detrimental and destructive effect on the Chinese people in the coming century. Now, that doesn't sound like a very interesting topic, but it sure would, it sure would help if China was so focused on their internecine problems that, that we didn't have to worry about them and their hegemony around the world. That would be a good thing. So we've got quite a bit to talk about. And I hope you'll hang, chill out with your, yours truly, Jim Watkins. This is Speaking Out, America. And I'm Jim Watkins, and we will be right back here on the CRN Talk Network. Congratulations, President Trump. And thank you to every voter in New Hampshire who supported the president. Thank you for sending a message. It's time for the Republican Party to unite behind the one leader who's proven that he has the strength and the experience to unite our party and lead us to victory. 